What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Wow, 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 wow. I've been out in the world launching this new book, Happy Days, The Guided Path from Trauma to Profound Freedom and Inner Peace. My mind is blown. My mind is blown about how transformational this work has already been for so many of you. I knew it was going to happen. I knew that the book was going to serve you, but I didn't know that it was going to be this necessary at this time. I truly didn't. The journey that I underwent to get to where I am today is a journey that we all deserve. We all deserve the guided path from trauma to profound freedom and inner peace. And you don't have to take my word for it. Here are some of the headlines of the reviews on Amazon. Must read for trauma-informed path to healing. Stunning. I've already had so many aha moments that are incredibly profound, and I'm only on chapter two. Gabby's stories are raw and so beautifully told. Gabby is holding your hand while you do the work. You never feel alone. That one, Fran, on Amazon makes me just feel so, so, so on mission and so connected because that was my intention for you not to feel alone, for you not to feel disconnected in this journey of recovery. Let me read another one. Life-changing book, Marlon says on Amazon. I haven't finished the book yet. However, the five chapters I've already read have absolutely opened my heart and mind. I feel that Gabby genuinely cares. I feel her energy through her writing. And here's the last one. Life-changing. This book is for everyone. Gabby's teachings are the real thing. This is a life-transforming book. I love you guys. I just want to say thank you for sharing your experience of the book. And I hope that if anyone is struggling right now, that they know that there is great support in the pages of Happy Days. You can listen to it on Audible. You can read it in the hardcover book or the ebook. And my prayer is that this book guides you one step of the way to know that you're not alone, to know that I am by your side, and that there is a guided path from whatever suffering you have experienced in your life to profound freedom and inner peace. Happy Days. Hey there, welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back. It's Dear Gabby time. The 
folks who come on to get questions have weighed in. They've weighed it in and they are asking for something specific in this intro. They want to know the three things I wish I'd known when I was 20. I'm 42 right now. So 22 years ago, we're talking more than half of my life ago. What did I wish I knew? And I'm riffing here. I'm just making it up as I go. I've been an entrepreneur since I was literally 20 years old. Probably younger, actually. I was promoting nightclubs and in my in my teens, making cash, promoting nightclubs. I started my first business at 21. And in retrospect, I can look back and see that there are some lessons that would have really served me in my future if I'd known them then. And to be clear, I wouldn't change anything because I do genuinely believe that the universe has a plan for us. And even the things that we wish we'd known, if we had known them, something different would have happened. But I can see that things might have happened a little bit more easily, or maybe I would have experienced a little less grief or frustration had I really tapped in and let myself, number one, do less and attract more. Numero uno. Today, I actually had this experience. I was, I'd said no to something that I really wanted to do. Old Gabby would have 100,000 freaking percent pushed herself, made the whole thing happen, reorganized her entire schedule, just pushed, 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 put herself into some maybe some uncomfortable uh, sort of chaotic time constraints just to get that thing done to maximize. And yeah, I probably would have gotten something out of it and it would have been valuable, but at my own expense, it would have been potentially exhausting. It would have taken me out. And that doing might've kept me from some really important allowing. And so new Gabby at 42, not 20, 22 years later, can see that my ability to say no and to do less is my strength. It is now my ability to actually attract more. So sometimes we think, especially early on when we're growing our business, whatever it might be, but I identify as a spiritual entrepreneur, but whatever kind of business that you follow and whatever spiritual entrepreneurial ventures you are creating in your life, we have this sense often that the more we do, the more we'll succeed. It could not be more the opposite for me. In this instance, now I'm realizing 22 years behind me, 16 years as a spiritual teacher, 22 years as a spiritual entrepreneur, I can see and look back and say, I wish I'd done some, a little less. I wish I'd done a lot less. That I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to change a thing, but moving forward, I'm going to really apply, do less and attract more. Because the more we push and hustle and try to be everywhere and be everything and say yes to everything, the less energy we have for creativity, the less space we have for cultivating the creative mindset that we need to allow inspired ideas to move through us, the less space that we have to let the universe give us direction and show us where to go and what to do. That's the first, the first one. I would do less. I would do less and attract more, period. The second thing I would do as a spiritual entrepreneur, if I was talking to myself 20 years ago, is I would say, get the help you need. Get help, get help, get help, get help. When we are starting any kind of new spiritual venture, whatever it might be, whether it's an entrepreneurial venture or if it's a creative project, 
we can get stuck in the story of I don't have the resources or I can't spend any money to get help or I don't deserve the help or I got to do it all myself or if I don't do it, nobody else is going to do it. That mentality is such a, a time suck. That mentality will keep you stuck in the patterns of overworking and under and under creating, not even underachieving, but just lacking the ability to feel the support that is always available to us when we have a dream. And getting help doesn't mean necessarily hiring somebody tomorrow, but it may mean finding people who are in love with what you do and that want to volunteer with you or finding someone that wants to barter with you or paying somebody $10 an hour to be a virtual assistant, but seeking the support that you need so that you can really grow into that desire and cultivate the vision for the future that you want to create. Very, very, very valuable, very important. And then the third thing that I wish I'd known as a spiritual entrepreneur in my 20s is really simple. Have more freaking fun, Gabby. Have more fun. Stop being so serious. Stop being so obsessed and stop being so scared. Have more fun. The secret to manifesting the career beyond our wildest dreams is to have more fun. Fun is the catalyst for all that we create in life. Fun is the catalyst for all the joy that we bring forth. Fun is the key ingredient to being a super attractor. Gabby. One of the biggest blocks to our super attractor power is our money mindset. And I see this all the time with my listeners and my readers because money can be such a space of resistance for so many of us. And if you're listening right now, nodding and saying, yep, Gabby, that's me, that's me, that's me, you're going to want to check out Wealthfront. Wealthfront makes it easy to invest and easy to grow your savings with a diversified portfolio that balances your other riskier bets. You can start investing in no time with Wealthfront's classic portfolio or make it your own with things that you care about like socially responsible funds, technology, crypto trusts, and hundreds of other investments. Don't want to spend hundreds of hours trying to lower your tax bill? They can help you with that too. Not sure how to rebalance your portfolio or what the hell rebalancing your portfolio is? They do that for you automatically. Wealthfront is trusted with over $28 billion in assets, helping nearly half a million people build their wealth. And the best part is their product is so simple yet powerful that it has a 4.9 out of 5 stars in the Apple Store. To start building your wealth and get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash Gabby. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash G-A-B-B-Y to start building your wealth. Go to wealthfront.com slash Gabby to get started today. So Sammy, let's bring our first guest in. Let's jump in there. Hi, Catherine. Hi, such an honor <laughs> to be on. Actually, it's funny what you were just talking about really <laughs> resonated with me. Um, I'm a new entrepreneur. I launched my business uh, maybe in February last year in uh, international business development. And uh, in the wildest way, it's like doors have been opening, stuff have been flowing. So it's the most incredible thing. And I went through a separation and my career is blowing up. And now I'm like, I want to make sure that I remain aligned and that I don't do actions just to do actions moving forward, that I stay in my true, um, that I keep having fun that I keep doing less just like you were just saying and that I keep really not trying too hard I guess is what I'm saying Mm. yeah like I just feel like now I'm efforting a little too much 
Got it. Okay. That's good. So how to stop efforting and start allowing. Go, girl. Okay. I see this a lot with a lot of entrepreneurs. I see this with folks on social media. I see so much efforting, as you called it. Efforting, doing, doing, pushing, pushing, controlling, trying, being, you know, forcing. Not a lot of being. Not a lot of being. Not a lot of allowing. Not a lot of uh, enjoying. When we are in that efforting, in that pushing, we're really sending this message to the universe that we need something to feel complete. So there's a sense of, I need to get more. I need to push forward to feel complete, to feel good enough. Sometimes it's really less about what we're doing and more about the need, unconscious need to feel good enough, to feel. And often we look for the outside world to be the reflection back to us that we are good enough. And when we don't get that, we keep efforting and we keep pushing and we keep controlling. Yeah. And I sense a certain sense of like things have been going too well. Oh my God, I can't be that successful and it can't be that much fun. And I mean, it's like if I feel like I step in with a certain form of self-sabotage as well. Yeah. Like, Who am I to have this? Who am I to have this success? Who am yeah, I? Who am I? Who am I? Do these people actually realize that it's just me here? <laughs> that like, why do I get, you know... Yeah, why not so lucky because I work my ass off. But like, yeah, I guess there's a certain um, imposter, imposter, sorry, I'm very French syndrome. And yeah, it's like if I, I sense myself pushing boundaries, going into self-sabotage and I, I take myself back, but it's, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I really don't want to go there. So the part of you that's self-sabotaging, what does she know about herself? What do you know about that part of you that self-sabotages? That is the dangerous part. That's the part of me that used to have eating disorders and like played with drugs for the longest time and kind of watch how far I could push it before uh, it actually had, you know, before it actually influenced my circumstances. It's an old chapter of my life that's been like years ago, but I, I, I know I don't want to go back there. I know there's no point and I know that I'm strong and I can just... I think it's an old reflex, an old pattern that's like, oh, things are going too well. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So the part of you that feels like she could self-sabotage at any moment, what does she need right now? What does she need from you? Does she know that you're there? Does she know that there's this, this adult presence in the room, that there's this new Catherine in the room, the resourced Catherine? Yeah, she's still trying though, but, but she knows because I don't let her most days. Hmm. But what if you were to let her have a voice right now and just tell you what she needs? Mm, She needs to know that I feel worthy. She needs to know that she's worthy. Yeah, that she's worthy and that that she's not an imposter, that she's actually all that. What would you like to say to her, the adult resourced part of you, the amazing woman who showed up here today? What would you want to tell her? These old patterns of like self-sabotage or like some don't serve me anymore. Uh, Like don't serve her anymore. You don't need those anymore. I needed those to protect myself in the past. And perhaps like obviously these patterns served a purpose in my life and got me to where I am today. And I learned a lot from those, but they don't serve me anymore. I don't need them. I'm noticing that there's a part of you that wants to be, as you said in your own words, afraid of that that younger part, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would it be okay if we asked that fearful 
part of you just to step aside and like just to go in the other room for a moment and just like take a breath and relax. Because I want to see if we can get to know a little bit more about what that self-sabotage your needs. Just touch in with her today. Okay. So if the fear part is, is the fear part stepping aside? Yes. You feel that? I have a lot more fun. I feel excited. Oh, great. You're excited because the fear part's not here. Okay, nice. We're excited. Excellent. Okay. In that place of excitement, what do you want to say to that that self-sabotager right now? That there's no room for it. Like right now, everything literally that I want, I make happen in my life. Like I've been traveling the world and creating incredible projects and like what's happening in my life is beyond my wildest dreams. And I still can't believe, I guess, that like I get all these opportunities and I, that I actually I'm living the life that I'm living and I'm very proud of myself for it. And that, I guess, with so much freedom, <clears throat> I guess it, that's where with so much freedom and so much growth and so much success, I'm like, I can go any direction, which is where I think that literal self-sabotage version of me sneaked in and said, I'm also an option. This could be a road you could take. So the self-sabotage part is is showing up as as I, I think a form of protection and a protection from, I don't want to put words in your mouth because that if we had more time, I would let you develop the words for me. But that's a protector part. It's a part that's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something to avoid something else. And so we don't have to go too deep right now, but I just want to let that protector part have a voice with us today, right? What does she need? to feel a little safer, a little bit more connected to you? To know that I'll protect myself, that I'll know my boundaries and I'll protect myself and I won't push myself too far, that I'll, like, I won't try to do too much, that I'll just respect my flow and that I'll listen to my body and my intuitions and that it's going to lead me in the right direction. Beautiful. What does that look like and feel like to you if you're creating boundaries and so much fun because I'm already having like I'm traveling the world like going to like whatever I want to do I can do and I've been doing it and it's amazing yeah. but I've learned that wherever you go you bring yourself with you yes, so I, yes. right so I think knowing that I don't have to worry of that like I got me wherever I am yeah beautiful beautiful wherever I am I've got me okay and so is there a way that she can know that you're with her no matter what, even if she's coming up, that little part of you? I'm calling her she is. She is she? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So the, the self-sabotager, she needs to know that you're with her at all times and that you're, that you're watching out for her. Yeah? Yes. So if you were to bring her with you when you travel, where would she be? Would she be where would you bring her? Where would you put her? Where would I put her? <laughs> not too close. <laughs> me but I don't think she she doesn't need to worry because I really think that those patterns that I used to have to you know I, I think that whatever she did was great and protected me or, or numbed me in times that I needed to be numb it's beautiful so you can see that she had a really valuable role in the past yeah is it possible that we could thank her for her service I think so yeah for all that yeah. she did in the past just say, thank you for numbing me. I needed that at the time. Thank you for numbing me. I needed that at the time. Beautiful, yeah. And I really respect you for all the hard work you did. I really respect you for the hard work you did. I know you had an important role. 
I know you had an important role. That's the work right now, Catherine, is just to to get into a place where you can befriend that part and just let her know that she doesn't have to be pushed away and that she she can be respected for all the hard work that she did. You get there with me? Yeah. Now you know, you know, years later, okay, I know this now, just like I was saying to my 20-year-old self, have more fun, Gabby, do less, attract more, but without judging the part from the past that was a workaholic or judging the part that was trying, struggling so hard and being able to witness when I go back into that pattern and then be able to say to myself, okay, well, that's actually old Gabby and she doesn't need to do that anymore. And I can unwind this now and not judge myself for falling back into that pattern, but just say, that girl had a role, but she's actually not, not needed to do that role anymore today. So when you notice her come up, Catherine, because she's going to come up. She's still present. She's still trying to protect from something that we, that hopefully you can get to deeper in therapy, but she's going to keep coming up. But for now, what, what the best work is, is to just befriend her and notice her when she's there. And she's going to have ways that she's going to try to numb you out. And you'll be able to catch her and say, oh, there you are again. And I know you had such a valuable role in the past. We don't have to do that today. And it's everything that you've been saying to her but just in a little bit more of a compassionate way, right? Rather than shutting her down. We're not that way anymore. We don't have to do that anymore. I welcome you to just really befriend her and see her with compassion. Speak to her with compassion. And you really, really softened when you just started to speak to her in that way. So from that place of compassion, what would you want to say to her? That I'm grateful that she was there for me and that she's still there looking out for me, but that being numb at the moment is not what I need and doesn't serve me. But I am thankful that she was there. And I'm very well aware that it's an option, but not the option that I choose. Beautiful. So thank you so much for being an option. And I'm grateful that you're there, but I'm going to just choose a different option today. Beautiful. How do you feel right now, Catherine? So much lighter. And I thought I was doing pretty good. How do you feel towards her now? How do you feel towards that part of you? In peace. Less afraid of it. I yeah. Felt she was coming up quite a bit that I was starting to let her in more and more. Yeah. And I was scared of seeing myself go down. I was scared of her coming back. So she can be with you, but she doesn't have to take over you, right? She can be with you, be around. She can, you can just honor and respect her, but she doesn't have to take over. Thank you so much. You're welcome. How does she feel towards you? I think she trusts me. Yeah. Go, girl. Excellent. She really does. She really does. And the thing is, is that we don't want to get rid of her because she has an important role, right? Like the doing and the doing. She has an important role. We just don't want her to be in her extreme role. When she becomes less extreme, she becomes even more valuable. So instead of pushing her away, I want you to work on befriending her. Saying, you know, thank you for your service. What do you need me to know right now? What do you need me to know? I want her okay. to be an ally that can keep an eye out. That's right. That's right. That's right. You, you want her to be an ally that can keep an eye out. Yeah. She's also a sign that you need to numb in the moment. And you can say, oh, there she is again. She's trying to tell me that something isn't feeling good. What can I look into more? It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Catherine, this is gorgeous. This is all about befriending those parts, okay? So they don't have to disappear. They can just become less extreme. 
That's very valuable in your business because she has a role in your business and we don't want her to leave because she's helpful, but we just want her to be less extreme. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Awesome. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. If you follow me on social media, you know how much I love my smoothies. I make them for my entire family. And my son is always asking for Bubere Sabre Movie Mommy. Blueberry strawberry Mubi. <laughs> Mubi is how he calls it. <laughs> and one important ingredient in my smoothie, and this is for my Gabby homemade smoothie just for me, is my protein powder. And I know protein powders can be intimidating, but the fact is we all need protein. And it's not just about muscles. Protein health support bone health, and it satiates you. And as we go through life, our protein needs change. And that's why I love Ritual. They have protein tailored to what you need most. You can choose from three thoughtful formulas with 20 grams of pea protein per serving. What I love most about their protein is it has such a great taste. I'm not even kidding you. I love the vanilla. It's delicious. It makes my smoothie taste better. And you know you can hear it in my voice when I'm super passionate about something. I'm obsessed with the Ritual Vanilla Protein Powder. It is my only powder I use. Obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. I hope you can feel my commitment to this powder in my voice. And Ritual is different than other protein powders. Ritual is one of the kind, visible supply chain. You know the what, how, and why of every labeled ingredient. Ritual is packed with 20 grams of protein per serving. And it's made from sustainably grown peas, regeneratively farmed right here in the United States. And the big one for me, there's no added sugar or sugar alcohols. Ready to shake up your protein ritual? My listeners get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Dear Gabby. Ritual knows you'll love their protein powder so much that they offer a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. You're not going to ever send this back. It's amazing. Visit ritual.com slash Dear Gabby today for 10% off your first three months. The key to consistent good hair days, using ingredients that benefit your hair. Function of Beauty makes hair care products that are 100% customizable, made for your hair, where it's at right now, and where it wants to go. I've been doing so much press lately, and my hair is just so shattered, truly. It's like broken, and I've needed a real redo. I've needed a uptick. I've needed to really support my hair in a major way. And that's why this product has blown my mind. Function of Beauty is the world's first fully customizable hair care that creates individually filled shampoos, conditioners, styling, and treatment formulas based on your own hair now and where you want to get it to. Founded by a dream team of engineers and cosmetic scientists, each Function of Beauty product is individually designed to be as unique as you are. Function of Beauty offers over 54 trillion possible formulas. Every one of them is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free. Here's how it works. First, take the quiz. I love a good quiz. Take the quiz to build your hair profile and select five hair goals like length, volume, oil control. Does your hair get frizzy in the winter but oily in the summer? Function formulations are meant to be changed when your hair needs the change. Next, choose your color and fragrance or go dye or fragrance free. Then get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door and prepared for good hair days ahead. Say goodbye to generic hair care for good. 
today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Gabby to take your hair goal quiz and save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Gabby to let them know you heard about it from our show and get 25% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash G-A-B-B-Y to take your hair quiz and save 25% on your first order. Okay, who's next? Hey. Brian! I remember you. You remember me. I do remember you, my friend. Welcome back. How's it going? Well, the one thing that you said today so far that stood out is, you know, we'll just have fun, but also try not to do too much. You know, just don't push it and just do it. You know, and it was the first thing you said. Do less and attract more. That. That's what it is. See, my mind's everywhere. I've been working on our Instagram. I've been working on our social media, trying to get our business up and running. And I've been trying to get like people's attention, but nothing's happening. Brian, ooh, you just said something big. So when you say out loud, I'm trying to get people's attention, that's a sure sign that you are getting in the way of your spiritually aligned action. You're getting in the way of your ability to let the universe support you in your business and your spiritual practice and and even in your life. I'm trying to get people's attention. Let's let's just focus on that right now. We, as spiritual entrepreneurs, have a job to do and one job only. To be in the service of others and to show up with that service mentality. That's the job, however it manifests, whether it manifests in an art career, whether it manifests as a coach or whether it manifests... And every spiritual career is whatever you define it to be. So you could be a lawyer and say, yeah, I have a spiritual career. Or you could be a waiter and I have a spiritual career. Every path we take is aligned with spiritual intention if we choose it to be. So whether you're a spiritual entrepreneur, you're wanting to bring more spirituality into your work, this is the message. It can't be about trying to get other people's attention. It needs to be about how you can be of service to even one soul today. Now, I think about that in this instance right now where I know I'm talking to potentially hundreds of thousands of people. And I also think about it when I'm on the airplane and someone's having a you know meltdown and freaking out and they just need a smile. I also think about it when I walk into the store and I purchase something and I see that the woman behind the counter has her mask on and she's really pissed and she doesn't want to be there. And I just say to her, how can I be of service to you by giving you a little love or just asking you a question or making you laugh? So the more you get into the intention of asking the universe, what miracles would you have me perform today? And showing up with that primary intention rather than what can I get, but how can I give? The sooner things are going to shift for you. So when we have that energy of, I got to get something or I got to get their attention or get to the next place, we're sabotaging the opportunity and we're putting a massive wall up in the way of the miraculous. I want you to really, and then the idea that you, the, the method that you brought up for this show from the intro of do less and attract more is exactly what I'm talking about. If you stop trying to get and you start just focusing on how can I give. So taking what you've learned, taking what you know, taking what you've experienced and sharing it. And also just sharing your light. 
sharing your light, putting some positive energy out into the world. That's what we need from all of the people in, in, in business these days is how can you show up to your job with more love? How can you show up to your job with more light? How can you show up to your job with more grace? That is the answer for you today, Brian. And I'm so grateful that we were able to have you back on the show. To keep the new year positivity going, our friends over at Audible have created a destination for complete well-being to deliver you inspiration, encouragement, and mostly actionable steps, no matter what your goals are. How cool is that? At audible.com slash well-being, Audible editors have curated a range of titles featuring experts in a wide range of self-care and self-development categories. From mastering your emotions and improving relationships to getting in shape and finding more success at work and at home. Among the listens are brand new titles from some of the most inspiring original voices in the genre, including bestseller self-help expert Mel Robbins, The Five-Second Rule, Start Here, who returns with a new podcast called Here's Exactly What to Do. Coach Pamela has created Mastering the Skills of Reinvention, which can help you turn the life you dream of into the life you live. Renowned music producer and performer Major, who offers Major Frequency, a revitalizing journey into the healing power of music. And you'll find my books like Super Tractor and You're the Guru, and my newest book, Happy Days, The Guided Path from Trauma to Profound Freedom and Inner Peace. Listening opens up a world of opportunities for discovering insights wherever you are. And these titles can give you the confidence and motivation you need to build the life you deserve. So after you listen to this episode, head over to audible.com slash wellbeing. Again, that's audible.com slash wellbeing. A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash wellbeing. So this is a perfect place to end this show. When we do less and attract more, we know that we are in the vibrational alignment with the highest service, which is to be in the service of what is of the highest good for all, to say, wake up each day and say, what miracles would you have me perform today? What a nice request that is, because it takes the pressure off there's no longer, what can I do? How can I get? How can I push? What do I need? And more just show me. I love this other message from A Course in Miracles. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? If you feel like you're pushing and controlling or in the way of your career desires or aspirations, use that prayer. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? Give yourself the freedom to be led rather than the lack energy of trying to get something or force something. Get out of the way. Let yourself be led. Be in the service of others. Have a lot more fun. Welcome the support from the universe and the support from the human angels that will show up in your life. And when you're in that energy of how can I serve rather than how can I get, everything around you will begin to unfold naturally. I really hope that these methods are supportive to you. And I want to tell you, if you are an entrepreneur or a spiritual business owner or a spiritual person in business, go download this free method for the 10 ways to succeed as a spiritual entrepreneur. I have put so much love into this guided practice and so many people love it so much. I'll put it in the show notes for you. You can go get the link to 10 ways to succeed as a spiritual entrepreneur and to really give yourself permission to trust and to know 
that the less you do at times, the, the less you push, the more energetic support you will receive. You may be supported to do a lot, but to do it in grace and to do it with ease and to do it with an energy that's joyful and fun and to do it without saying yes to everything, but just saying yes to what brings you joy. So just really ground yourself in that today. Ground yourself in the possibility that you can actually make a bigger impact on the world by not pushing and controlling, but by allowing, listening, and being guided. Thanks for listening to Dear Gabby. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience of this show means a lot to me. So I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at DearGabby.com. See you next week. Gabby.